0: touch, the finishing touch of a team that's built on skill can't be found. The power play fires nothing but blanks, and even the intangibles of this group are already coming into legitimate question. This is, um... Not really sure how to say this. Good morning to you. Good Monday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports, and this is Daily Shot of Penguins. Comes your way bright and early every weekday. If you're into football and or baseball, I also offer Daily Shots of Steelers and Pirates where you found this. This is, I'm just going to say it. This is bordering on getting ugly. Is that fair? Is it early? Is it rash? Is it disrespectful? Because you know and I know, when it comes to the NHL, when any of those things occur, it's the head coach whose name gets invoked first, and then it's the head coach who is not around anymore after that. I say that with zero joy, believe me. I've made very clear uh, on this program in writing and in every other fashion, my respect for Mike Sullivan. But Sully would be the first one to tell you that it's on the coach to get results. It's not on the coach to have a swell process. You know, they have to collect points and that goes double. When you're talking about a roster like this that's built so very much for the now, at least in theory. But this isn't good. It's one thing to get, you know, at least encouraged, if not outright excited, by what the Penguins were able to do in shutting out the Avalanche late last week. They did pretty much everything perfectly aside from the power play and really even there the power play didn't get many opportunities just two if memory serves so there there wasn't even that that you could cite as a flaw they defended so authoritatively inside their own end they didn't screw around with the puck everything went forward every line first to fourth contributed Every defensive pairing, first to third, contributed. Tristan Jari was at his best. And two nights later, the Senators come to town. They're missing the actual half of their defense core. Three out of six. Including three of their better guys, Thomas Shabbat being their best. Didn't matter. Didn't matter. Because the Penguins never came out to play that game the way they did against the avalanche for whatever reason who knows? it might even be subconscious i don't think these guys want to lose if they did you know nobody would begrudge you losing to the avs why did they beat the Avs? felt like their backs were against the wall felt like there was an opponent that legitimately put a scare into them and the senators don't do that And the senators can't do that you could be the biggest tim stutzla fan in the world and he's not going to scare you at least he's not going to scare this group The way Nathan McKinnon would, the way Miko Rantanen would, the way Kale McCarr would. Did you see how the Penguins were all over McCarr? Who did they do that to on the Ottawa blue line? Nobody. Nobody. And as a result, Jacob Chikrin, the one good defenseman they have left, was able to eat all night long. But the more maddening thing, by far, is this inability to finish. And they continue to act as if there really isn't a problem with this, which might be more significant than the problem itself. If every Eunice Korpisalo who comes along shuts you down, it's probably more about you than it is about the random Eunice in town. This isn't okay. To pound somebody with 40-42 shots and then say afterward, oh, he stood on his head, he was fantastic. They all said this about Corpasello. Everyone, look, look. I'm not taking that away from Corpasello. He was good. But the difference between the teams that beat Corpasello, and boy, do they do that on a regular basis, and this one, is that this one doesn't go for the gritty garbage goals. Unless... They're facing the avalanche, and they feel like they really got their backs against the wall, and they really have a lot of respect for the other guys, and blah, 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 blah. These are all problems that point back not to chemistry, not to camaraderie, but to consistency, and the one thing that every coach-slash-manager in every sport will tell you is the number one thing they feel most responsible for, that they feel the most pressure on them to produce, is consistency. Consistency of approach, consistency of effort, consistency of execution. Penguins don't have that. And this is not a great mix, you know? This is not something that at any time of year, but especially at the beginning of an NHL season, the first month or so, when it's all you've seen and it's all you can envision, I can't even take this subject any further, but they need to start changing stuff, okay? They need to start getting out of their comfort zone on a more frequent basis than when the Colorado bus rolls into downtown. When we come back, J1Q. Today's J1Q comes from Chris, who says, DK, the Penguins appear to have three legitimate lines. Radim Zahorna, Makes all the difference on that third line. I would love to see a revised fourth line that includes Sam Poulin, Colin White, and really anyone except Jeff Carter. What say you? Uh, I don't know that the fourth line is the problem. uh, Or even necessarily a problem. At least not an important one. They don't get that much ice time. The real reason I say this All the time on this show. So for you regular listeners, I apologize for the repeat. The fourth line is basically where you store your penalty killers. Think of it as a shed out back and you go and knock on the door when you need them for the PK. So if you're getting good PK out of Matt Nieto, Noel Achari, and even Carter, who I don't think is a great penalty killer by any stretch. Just a big guy with a long stick, which can help in that role then you're not going to win any arguments with the coaching staff on this. Do you, you know what I'm saying there? Uh, they actually begin the process of stalking their third and fourth lines by identifying each day who are all of their penalty killing forwards. Mike Sullivan's told me this. So you start with Brian Rust, who's also on your first line, and you keep going from there. This is, this is something else. When I see Sidney Crosby, Jake Gensel and Rust buzzing the Ottawa zone for the better part of two and a half hours and not scoring. When I see Eric Carlson on the ice, still not really being utilized. To his potential. And by that, I mean having your team to an extent cater to the way he plays. You have to have forwards in the slot. You have to have people available for backdoor, for redirects. That's his specialty. That's how he got those 101 points last season in San Jose. You can put pluggers and muckers and grinders out there with the guy. And as long as they're doing that, they're going to be firing into open nets. He's not good at this. He's not great at this. He's brilliant at this. He's the best in the world at this. And this team is still not taking advantage of that. They got this gift from the hockey gods and they're doing nothing with it. The power play continues to prioritize names and prominence over production what do i mean by that who's in front of the net find somebody anybody anybody plugger uh, minor league guy and plant their rear end in front of the net and tell them don't move from there until the janitors turn out the lights do that and then put four superstars around this statue If that sounds like I'm overstating it for hyperbole, I am. But listen to it at least, you know, because it makes way more sense than putting out five guys that are just going to ring the place on a perimeter of endless passing. This is what I mean when I say make them uncomfortable. Who would you have to take off the power play to achieve that? You know what my answer to that is? I don't care. I don't care, and neither should this head coach, not if he's doing what's right for the team as it relates to winning games as opposed to what's right for this team as opposed to not offending future Hall of Famers. Figure it out. Figure out who and what you would want there. Just purely hypothetical. Put a cardboard cutout of Patrick Hornquist there at practice. Do whatever it takes. But you gotta start actually pushing some buttons because same old, same old is not gonna cut it. Not for the team, not for the coach. I appreciate the question. I appreciate everyone listening to Daily Shot of Penguins. I'll be at PPG Paints Arena tonight covering Penguins versus Ducks and we will talk about it tomorrow.